Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's going on? Happy Cinco de Cuatro. Obscure uh, Arrested Development reference for you there, Arch. It is obscure because nobody should watch after season three of Arrested Development. <laughs> it fucking died when it got canceled. It never came back. Sometimes, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I I find a couple of gems here and there. Uh, post post season three, but uh, just remember, Arch. There's money in the banana stand. There you go. That's much better. Sex Panther, what's going on? No idea what you guys are talking about. I know what Arrested Development is. I just never watched a single episode. Uh, do you guys do the Cinco de Mayo thing? You going out for some Mexican tonight? I'm not. No. no. Yeah. There's no Mexicans Raci- here. So racist. <laughs> so racist, Panther. That's not racist. It's, everybody, go, everybody goes out the mat. I like, I hate crowds. So I enjoy some Mexican. But if I'm not going, today's that day I'm not going. I'll pretty much go any other day. But fucking hate crowds. So, uh, yeah, just uh, no basketball today. I'm just kind of like a day off. Got me thrown for a loop. And I hate hockey. I was, I'm not today. But, uh, yeah, I got I got nothing to bring to the table today. Max? Give us something. Uh, I mean, I have a story. I certainly have a story to talk about. I found this on CBS Sports. It is the 2022 NFL quarterback tiers. So uh, the, the the writer of this story uh, is uh, Jason Lucanfora, I believe. And uh, he does this, I, I think, every year. I know he did it last year. And so what he does is just kind of ranks the quarterbacks in his own tiers. And so what he did this year was was look at last year's and see uh, what changed. And, and um, you know, he... Again, CBS Sports is is a fucking crapshoot at times, right? I've I've been highly critical of some of their fucking quote unquote news stories, but some of their more opinion stuff, I like it because they're honest. Like this guy's like, take this fucking thing with a grain of salt. <laughs> like really, I'm I'm you know, I'm just I'm throwing fucking names out there. So you know, last year I was shit in some categories, but but let's look what he did year over year. Uh, tier one bona fide franchise quarterbacks now he goes on to say in in the uh, the preamble of this article like you're not winning unless you have a bona fide franchise qb so basically saying that if you don't have one of these guys your team's not winning the super bowl this year so bold statement 2021 here were his his franchise quarterbacks patrick mahomes tom brady aaron Rodgers, lamar jackson josh allen russell wilson justin herbert deshaun watson those were his his, his Deshaun Watson, by the way. <laughs> and anyway, that was 2021. Um, 2022. Mahomes still there. Tom Brady's still there. Aaron Rodgers still there. Lamar Jackson's still there as a franchise quarterback. Hmm. Uh, Josh Allen's still there. Russell Wilson's still there. Uh, Justin Herbert's still there. And added to the list, Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford. Interesting. Interesting uh, additions. I don't disagree with the, the, the subtraction. Deshaun Watson, right? Of course. Uh, he also goes on to say that Joe Burrow should have probably been on his list last year, but he was coming off that knee injury and kind of proved that, yeah, he should be in this category. And Matt Stafford, I think you have to kind of include in there just because of his situation. I don't know if you include him in there if he's still on the fucking Detroit Lions. Panther, what say you about the franchise quarterbacks? Anyone that you move, anyone that you would add to this list? Um, I don't have a problem with the list. I'm, I like you. I probably... 
do a little pause when we get to Russell Wilson, uh, just d- different situation. But I-, I look at franchise quarterbacks slightly different than uh, Jason does. Um, but basically, if you're paying him the money and he's not looking over his shoulder, you've got your franchise quarterback. Dak Prescott, I think, belongs in the conversation. I know we kind of beat up on the Cowboys and, and have questions about coaching and management. Jerry Jones got in a car accident yesterday, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, oh, but uh, I don't I don't think any of it's Dak's fault. Um, and Derek Carr. I mean, this is a guy that he's not flashy. He's not. We, we kind of joked about it when they said, oh, he's a top 10 quarterback. But we go back and look at the stats. He's a fucking top 10 quarterback. And he doesn't make a ton of mistakes. He's not flashy, but he's not looking over his shoulder. It's his team. And they paid him like a franchise quarterback. So those are probably the two omissions that I, I'm probably looking at. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Ah. Uh- I mean, Stafford is an interesting question because I don't believe he is a franchise quarterback. Is he? He's a quarterback that can win a Super Bowl, but I, <laughs> I agree. I, 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 I put him. I put him in uh, tier two. Yeah, on the Rams and not on the Rams below tier two. Right. He, he's he's a very good quarterback. And when we get to tier two, I'll I'll, I'll talk about my the the missing people there. But I. I I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. He's an upgrade. He, that, that team got to the fucking Super Bowl. I'm not going to say his fucking name. No, no, don't say his name. <laughs> don't say his name. But they got to the Super Bowl with that fucker. Uh, you know, so, I mean, they, they almost made it to another one. Uh, it's it's unbelievable that they were a super, uh, you know, a quarterback away. And Stafford is a very good quarterback. Mm. And in, in the right situation, mm-hmm. he, he can win. And in the wrong situation, he's a very good quarterback that can't win. So let's let's leave it at that with Stafford. Um, I don't know about Lamar Jackson That's as another a franchise question, yeah. quarterback. Lamar Jackson is like a, a Rorschach test. What what do you see when you see him? What do you, what do you what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, deuce. There you go. There you, go. you know, yeah. for for me, he he does as much with no help. What's he's like the Luca of the NFL. I mean, the Baltimore wins, and but it's 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 because of Lamar. Could you imagine how bad the Ravens would be without Lamar Jackson? They give him no help. Both of his running backs were out last year. They still don't draft a fucking wide receiver in in the draft, which pissed him off. Like they got Mark Andrews and a bunch of uh. So uh, Lamar, I, I don't think he's up there with Brady and Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, but. Damn it, if this kid's not a proven winner and a warrior, he goes out there and puts the team on his back. If they just give him some damn help, uh, he, would, he would probably be right there. Great segue into Tier 2, Top Pros Proven Winners. I would put Lamar Jackson in that category because he can win games. He has proven that he can win games. I'd put Matt Stafford in that category. But let's let's look at what he has. 2021, he had Matt Ryan, Stafford. So Stafford got a promotion this year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Dak Prescott, Baker Mayfield. He has dropped every one of there, except for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan still stays in his tier two. And then uh, Deshaun Watson drops from his tier one to his tier two because of the uncertainty and the question marks and everything around that. Uh, don't don't mind Watson being in there. It's just hard. He missed a whole fucking season. And it's we don't even know if he's going to be suspended. We don't know what the fuck's going on with this guy. We don't know where his head's at. We know he made a whole bunch of money. And sometimes in the NFL, once you pay a guy a lot of money, he just stops fucking trying. So we'll see what happens with Watson. Uh, Ryan's in a better situation we'd say than he was in Atlanta, but I mean, he's, he's, he's up there in age. I, I, I don't know if I put him in tier two necessarily. Um, 
And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Lamar Jackson is on my tier two list. And I think uh, Stafford stays in that tier two list. In fact, last year, he probably, you know, I guess going into the season, he was a Ram. So he should have been tier two. But you know, after that, it's, it's not so tier two. Uh, what about this tier two list, Panther? Yeah, Matt Ryan just kind of stands out with because this is what, what was the clarification here? You can win with these guys since the Super Bowl that they should have won, but they didn't. They Falcons haven't won shit uh, with them with him as the quarterback, and now he's the plug and play for the Colts this year. Um, that's a revolving door in Indianapolis. Who knows what happens there? But uh, yeah, Matt Ryan, I'd probably drop him down a tier. Was Kyler Murray on this list? I don't know if you ran through mm, the names no, or whatever. No, you'll, you'll see. It. You'll oh, see, it. see this? What the? F- like, come on. Well, Kyler not, Murray's not he's, here. He's, he's not a proven winner. Well, they didn't win very much without him. I'm just going to well, say okay, that. But, uh, but, so you're saying Matt Ryan didn't win anything. He won an NFC championship and he won half of the Super Bowl. That was four years ago. Kyler Murray has, has – what has he done in the playoffs? What, what, what has he done without, without DeAndre Hopkins? And what is he going to do without six games of DeAndre Hopkins this year? He'll probably be injured himself. <laughs> I think that is the, the, the thing. Is like he's, uh, listen, Kyler Murray is, is really good. And when he's on the top of his game and when he's got a healthy offense around him, I do I do like him a lot. But that's a lot of fucking ifs right there. That's a lot of fucking ifs for, for Murray this season. I'll just say it like this. For me, and this is my opinion, we're allowed to differ, but you give me the choice between Matt Ryan and Kyler Murray. I'm taking Kyler Murray every single time. It's not even a question. I don't disagree with that. I really don't. I, I think you're right. I think Kyler Murray's upside is probably better than Matt Ryan where he is right now. I think you're right. But maybe for win win right now, win this season, this season exclusively, maybe Ryan's got the edge on him. I'm starting to wonder if if the Colts don't win this year mm-hmm. with that revolving door of quarterbacks if Frank Reich might be out out of a job. They were oh, kind of banging the door after that, you know, inexplicable loss to Jacksonville to miss the playoffs. So, uh, you know, this, this is a guy supposed to be a quarterback guru. And, and he was in Philadelphia when they won the Super Bowl. He was the quarterback under Jim Kelly in Buffalo. Uh, so to have all these veteran quarterbacks that come in and still not have any success, the Colts might be starting over if Matt Ryan's not successful this year. Absolutely. I, I, but I mean, define success. I mean, I think it's Super Bowl or bust for that team at that point. Uh, I mean, they they had their franchise quarterback, and he, he retired early. Uh, Frank Reich uh, vouched for Carson Wentz. That fucking went down the tube, you know. So anyway, let's bang through this list real quick. Rising stars uh, last year was Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Kyler Murray. He's got no one on his list this year. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, it's hard to agree. I don't see any really. Rising stars right now. Uh, tier four, you can win with them. 2021, he had Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Carson Wentz, and now his list is Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Prescott, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Kyler Murray, James Winston, Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, and Tua Tagovailoa. Um, it's a lot of people you can win with them. So basically, saying that these guys can get into the playoffs and nothing more. I I don't know. I I might give uh, Derek Carr a promotion. I, I might give Derek Carr a promotion. Um, Kirk Cousins definitely not getting a promotion. Uh, Dak Prescott, it's, yeah, I mean it's hard to argue. He had his, his best chance last year. Had the most weapons. He had everything he had last year. 
James Winston seemed like he, you know, his eyesight was better and he was, he was on the right track last year before the injury derailed him. Um, I, I, I don't know. Frankly, I think the jury is still out on, on Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, and Tua. Uh, you're throwing them into this list. I think they, they, they belong in the, the tier seven or whatever. The jury's still out because I don't know what to think of either of those guys. Uh, Jalen Hurts has a top tier wide receiver now. We'll see what he does. Mac Jones, they fucking drafted a quarterback at the, in the fourth fucking round. I mean, that's, that's how much uh, confidence they've gotten Mac Jones there in New England. And Tua, they put all the fucking weapons around him possible. Uh, to sh- you know, he's got he's got to show up or shut up this year. So, what do you think, Panther? Tier yeah. four, three, anything? Well, with Tua, I think what's funny is about Tua, it is put up or shut up because they brought in the backup playing Teddy Bridgewater in case he doesn't get the job done. So they've given him all the weapons, the recipe to succeed, but he could turn out to be like Baker Mayfield who had all the weapons injured, albeit, but uh, did not really succeed. So, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that they're more of a jury still out. Uh, Mac Jones... He gets the benefit of the doubt, I guess, because of Belichick. But, um, yeah, it's a little too early for him, only one season. And Jalen Hurts, he might be – this might be his season to put up or shut up himself. Uh, They might be drafting a quarterback next year. Man, yeah. I'm just – I don't necessarily disagree with anybody on this list. I, 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 the titles you can win with them. I'm, I'm, I'm really not sure you want to put Mac Jones and Tua in a list that's yeah, titled you I, can I, win with I them. Know. Yeah, I mean, if the can is kind of italicized, you can, you can win with them. Yeah, I mean, you'd expect this to be one of the more highly populated lists, though, right? I mean, the elites yeah. should be small, and then it gets you know this is like middle of the pack. It should be the most people. This is the Kirk Cousins layer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, So tier five uh, guys, veterans, placeholders last year was Garoppolo, Jared Goff, Teddy Bridgewater, Winston. No one on the list this year. Uh, So either people moved up or down. Everyone moved down except for Winston. Uh, Tier six, good luck. Last year was Ben Roethlisberger, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton. This year it is now Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Drew Locke, um, uh, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, and Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, good luck with any of those fucking guys. And then the jury's still out this year. It is um, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, and Davis Mills, which is hard to argue. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, you'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, last year's rookie year, um, what what a clusterfuck, how it started off and, you know, everything. Uh, Zach Wilson, I don't, I don't know if – I guess the jury's still out on him. I, I think it's it's not looking good for for Zach Wilson, especially when they put in, uh, what, two two backup quarterbacks that seem to perform as good or maybe even better than he did. Um, so issues with him, uh, you know, I don't know if, if Wilson's the answer there. Uh, Davis Mills, I saw some glimmers of hope out of him. Uh, I don't think he's the future of that franchise, but we'll see about him. And then, yeah, Trey Lance. I mean, you'd expect him to get a package in the playoffs, but he certainly did not. So we'll see what we have with Trey Lance this year, won't we? I think Zach Wilson, I th- I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. They finally did something with their draft this year. He'll he'll get some weapons going into this season. Uh, Davis Mills, I mean, shit, we, we kind of loved him last year. He overperformed on that horrible team. Uh, Houston, I thought, might have gone 0-17. So uh, Davis Mills actually performed pretty well. I, I agree with you. I don't think he's the future there, but um, he might end up being a, a quality backup somewhere later down the line. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with this list. Uh, Trubisky is in the best situation, I think, in Pittsburgh if he can hold off um, – Kenny Pickett uh, from the draft. Uh, Trubisky's, I mean, he's got weapons up there in Pittsburgh, so he's probably in the best situation of all those names you rattled off. 
I know you're a Trubisky supporter. I know you are. It's not a support. I just, I just, I, when you're getting outcast because of your time with the Bears or the Jets or, you know, some of these shit teams, uh, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt once you get on the, a better team. So I am interested to see how Trubisky performs. If he shits the bed in Pittsburgh, then yeah, get, get off the bus. You're done. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really have a problem with anybody on this list. It's probably accurate. I mean, Zach Wilson. Yeah. The jury is still out. We got to see. I, I don't know if I believe in him. I don't know if we can just throw it all, all on the, uh, all on the head coach last season, but, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see Zach. I don't, I don't, listen, I don't hate the head coach situation in the Jets and their draft was really fucking good. So we'll see if the Jets can make any strides this year uh, with Wilson at the helm. I, I I almost argue that the jury might still be out on Daniel Jones, but uh, maybe the the jury came in and said that, you know, he's done with. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about DJ gear with 15 different designs. You can dress yourself in style. What, what kind of designs am I talking about? You can get Speedway Steve too. You can wear that. You can wear a heart DGENs. It's perfect for Valentine's Day or just to say I love you to a mother. It's Mother's Day, by the way, people. If you haven't gotten anything for your mother or your significant other who is a mother, you might want to consider that with a heart DGENs t-shirt. Bubble Champs, DGEN, Near Elite, Froggers 12, Zeke Physique, Houston Missiles, Seattle Frauds, Panthers Moneyline Mafia, the Green Bay Frauds, the DGEN Drip, football DGEN, or just the straight up Moneyline Mafia. Those are designs and you can put that on fucking anything you want but you got to go to absolutedegeneracy.com click on the little degen shop icon buy our gear keep the lights on around here and go full degen guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right degen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right. Uh, NHL? NHL, yeah. Uh, Panther already uh, let the cat out of the bag um, and uh, said that he's not betting anything in the NHL. Well, for me, cat's in the bag and the bag's in the river. I mean, that secret is not coming out. Until right now, Pittsburgh Penguins and New York Rangers after a triple OT game one. It's hard to imagine where this series is going to go from here. Uh, you know, I mentioned before the last game, if you just looked at the straight-up metrics, if you looked at the regular season metrics, uh, Penguins had the, you know, the Rangers nailed dead to rights, right? I mean, uh, their offense was way better than the Rangers in the regular season, and then uh, they went and shot 83 fucking shots on goal in game one. 83! 
Now, goaltending kept the Rangers in that game. Uh, Shesterkin had 79 saves, but, you know, eventually exhaustion set in and funny i was watching i was watching that game a fucking great game and uh during during one of the intermissions i can't remember which overtime uh former player saying it's like you, you know by by the time overtime sets in your equipment just weighs so much mm. it's it you you've you've personally sweated out at that point probably about eight pounds and that sweat is now in your equipment so you've lost eight pounds of of human body weight but now your equipment weighs an extra eight oh, pounds geez. so you can see just how fucking exhausted these guys were uh Heading into game two, I mean, they essentially have played an extra game. This this will be, you know, only one day off in between, like three consecutive days of games uh, time-wise. Penguins, I think they got to go into this one with uh, some optimism, say, hey, we took game one, we beat the Rangers in this one, but also some fear because they shot every single fucking thing they could at Chesterkin, and I don't think they can do the same today. And... The Penguins probably going in this with a backup of a backup at goalie. Uh, Louis Domingue is going to start today in place of Casey DeSmith, who was in goal for Tristan Jerry. Uh, Jerry, of course, injured for a couple more days. DeSmith got injured in that last game. Pro- probably the reason that the Penguins won is because they switched goalies <laughs> mid-game. They, they gave a gave a breather to their goalie, where Shesterkin was just trying to go out there and fucking uh, uh, play the whole game. Um I think the Rangers bounce back today. I know, Panther, you're saying that was a little too chalky for you. I think this is right in my comfort zone to bet the Rangers. I don't see them losing two in a row to the Penguins. I think they're going to play a bit tighter defense, uh, You know, kind of hold off those uh, – those gr- Pittsburgh made some excellent shots on goal. I think those are limited. Uh, New York escapes with a win today. $10 bet on the Rangers. Yeah, I like the Rangers game one when it was, what, minus 120, 130, something along those lines. Minus 160, 165. I still like the Rangers, and apparently Vegas likes the Rangers as well. Uh, I just don't find it as valuable. I really think this is a 50-50 toss-up series. Pittsburgh has shown all season long they can play with and beat the Rangers. Rangers... Life really is on the line in this game because if they lose this and then have to go to Pittsburgh, they they do 2-3-2. Is that what they do in hockey? I don't know what that situation is, but um, yeah, going to Pittsburgh down 0-2 would be a, a horrible situation. So I like the Rangers a lot, just not enough to bet it. So I'll give you moral support on the Rangers. Yeah, I'm kind of, I agree with you. I think the Rangers win, Max, but at that minus 159, minus 160 range, I do wonder if it it's a little high. What do you have them, what, what, what do you have them winning at? Uh, let me scroll down and look. Um... 62 percent inside okay so you are you've got it you're on the right side i'm i'm just, i'm right i'm your I'm margin barely, is razor i'm barely yeah, there yeah yeah barely there so uh yeah we'll see uh that's that's the only game that's kind of bettable to me i mean i was eyeing up the florida panthers once again because you know gambler's fallacy they can't fucking lose two in a row right right washington capitals are the team what, of right? destiny though right I, they might be they they're fucking all they're all team of destiny be. Yeah, well, it's, uh, uh, you know, Panthers uh, didn't lose at home all regular season last year, and then in the playoffs they couldn't find a win at home. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they're the new Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh no, the Toronto Maple Leafs are still the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs. Thanks, Toronto. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, Aval- a- a- Avalanche. <laughs> let's see if they can score five goals in the first fifteen minutes of uh, this game, like they did in the last one. And uh, Flames, uh, Flames, man, I think Dallas is pl- going to play a tough game against the Flames. Calgary should get the win, but that's way too fucking chalky for me. That's where I was on the three games. I, I kind of like the home teams. I like the favorites, but all of them were way, way too chalky, uh, especially Colorado, like minus 400. Get the fuck out of here with that. 
Oh man. Um. Yeah. I. I. I'm tempted to throw a little bit of money on the Dallas Stars. Just because mm-hmm. I think all the value is there. I think so. I think of the, of the uh, road teams today, the Stars probably have the most upside to to grab a win. Um. Just because I mean the Capitals won that game one. Uh, it's, it's not probability says that, yeah probability says that that they I mean I wouldn't be shocked if it happened because maybe Florida's just having a fucking meltdown right and maybe the, all the pressure of them being the absolute fucking de facto champs heading into the, uh, <laughs> into the playoffs maybe that pressure got to them so we'll see but I think a little bit of value on the stars a little bit Major League Baseball heading over to the big leagues now let's talk um, one Toronto team that uh, has hasn't really failed me that much is the Blue Jays. They avoided that sweep at the hands of the Yankees. In doing so, they broke New York's uh, 11-game winning streak. Now, despite that big winning streak by the Yankees, the Blue Jays are only two and a half games behind New York in the East. So, Blue Jays not too bad themselves. Cleveland, of course, you know they started off the season strong. They faded, and now maybe they've rebounded back a bit. Maybe. They've won four of the last five, but they beat the fucking Astros three times. They split a two-game series with the Padres. I don't know if you can say the Cleveland Guardians are back. I'm going to put Aaron Savale... On the mountain today, he's had a fucking rough start to the season. <laughs> uh, who are the Blue Jays countering with, Panther? Jose Barrios. Is he on your fantasy team? He is. And is he playing much better over his last three starts? He is. He certainly is. And if he continues to pitch this way, Toronto's actually going to be very happy that they made that deal last season. Uh, get the player that they thought that they were trading for. Uh, Blue Jays, better team here. I think their offense is real. It's not a manifestation of taking advantage of shitty teams, shitty pitchers like Cleveland does. I think Toronto gets the win today. $10 bet on the Blue Jays. Complete agreement with the caveat that I'm scared to death of this game. Like, I agree with everything you said. Berrios is playing great. The, the Blue Jays lineup is far superior to the Guardians. Savale with his 10.67 ERA is shit. And the line's only minus 150. That just, I, I, it, it doesn't calculate to me. I, uh, I'll buy Arch's thing that, you know, the Vegas, the traps in baseball aren't a thing, but goddamn, this thing stinks to high heaven. <laughs> 10 bucks on the Blue Jays. I think they're trying to trap you. It's just not working very well. <laughs> when all the favorites are winning all the time, it's not, it's not really, not really going well for them. I agree with you, Max. I'm jumping on the Blue Jays as well for 11 bucks. Let's go. KOD. All right. KOD, what? Um, you didn't yeah, bet this yeah. game. I took the Blue Jays. Oh, I thought he you did. said you weren't going to do it. I thought you were no, scared. He, he shit no. all over it and then said he's going to do it anyway. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that energy you're bringing to the table. <laughs> all right. Next one, last one up for me. Detroit, Houston Astros completed their sweep of the Mariners, continuing their homestand by welcoming welcoming in the Tigers. Uh, Detroit split a doubleheader with the Pirates yesterday for their eighth win of the season tiger's gonna put Tariq scubel on the mound face off against jose Urquidy. and funny enough scubel's actually having the better start to the season however is coming off of a very very ugly start against the twins his last time out Urquidy, yeah he's just he's he's not look good at all but he's had to face the blue jays twice and the angels once Detroit's offense is not the Blue Jays or the Angels. I'll tell you that. I think he settles down a bit today. Or could he should have a better start than he's had all season. And I think Houston gets the win. $10 bet on the Astros. Yeah, definitely a get well game for you, Quiddy, here. Detroit, look, I don't hate the Tigers 
with what they've done with their their farm system and the young kids, but they're just not performing. These guys can't hit. I think they're still sitting on like 10 home runs for the entire season. It might be the worst in the league. I like They're just not scoring enough runs. I don't know that this is a winnable game for them, especially on the road. A run line opportunity to get me to a plus line. Give me the Astros at uh, what? Plus 110, I believe, for 10 bucks. Plus 110? Okay, got it. Uh, I'm leaning the Astros in this game. I'm not super, super crazy about it. I, they should win. They should absolutely win. The Astros are looking better than we thought they would, but I'm not going to bet this game. Just a lean for me on the Astros. Okay. That is it for me. So out, out of those two games where the Rangers, I need to make my uh, lock of the day. So, yeah, there you go. I, I only have three bets on the day. Panther, what else are you betting? I got three more baseball games. Let's look at the Angels going to Boston. My boy, the MVP, Otani, on the bump going against Rich Hill. Rich Hill a little bit rejuvenated this season. He didn't have a great year last year, but he's pitching pretty well for Boston. The thing about the Red Sox, though, just like some of these other bad teams, I don't think Boston is a bad team, but offensively, they just can't get it going. The Angels lead Major League Baseball in home runs at 34. They're putting up runs. They're pitching well. Like This is a team that we kind of thought could put it together this year. I think they put it together today and take care of business. Ten bucks on the boys from Anaheim. Arch, when you were a kid, did you believe in Santa Claus? Uh, not really. Not really. That's why you don't believe in traps in baseball. And this is a fucking capital T trap. All the money is <laughs> hammering the goddamn angels here. This line has gotten 19 cents better or 15 cents better, depending on the book that you're looking at here. Uh, I agree. I think the angels should win this one. I'm scared to fucking death of the trap on this. Um, more support lean on Anaheim. Yeah, you know, I actually have the Red Sox keeping it kind of close-ish in this matchup. I'm going to lean the Red Sox, so I'm not going to bet it, not, not going against you. All right, uh, let's take a look at Minnesota going. Well, they're still in Baltimore. This has been an interesting one because I've run-lined the Twinkies every single game. And I've, when they win, I'm cashing my run line. But when they lose, well, it didn't matter because they didn't win by one. They just fucking lost anyway. So if I was on the Twins, I was I was losing anyway. This is another run line. They're not losing three to fucking Baltimore. They're not. Uh, so I'm run lining the Twinkies here. Uh, Ten bucks on Minnesota. Yeah, I'll lead Minnesota in this one. I do think that that is the play uh, for today. Um, yeah, I mean, Arch, Arch kind of uh, mentioned it. You can't you can't really sleep entirely on Baltimore and, and throw them in that bottom, bottom fucking tier. I mean, they're a bad team. I, you know, they're, they're a subpar team. They're a sub-500 team. But I, I don't know if you completely just dump them in that fucking uh, horrible, horrible land of uh, Cincinnati. Uh, no one wants to go there or live there or be on a baseball team there or have a franchise there or anything like that. Uh, but I digress. Yeah, I'll lean on Minnesota. Yeah, I'm going to lean Minnesota in this one. I'm not going to put the <laughs> I'm not putting Baltimore in the uh, the good luck or the jury still out tier. Maybe the, the guys of veterans in the placeholders tier. So uh, just a lean for me. All right. Well, it's it wouldn't be a baseball day without betting the worst team in baseball. The Cincinnati Reds are in Milwaukee. They got their ass obliterated by two touchdowns yesterday. I, it, it can happen on any given day. Hunter Green takes the hill. This is their future. One of their, you know, stellar pitchers, but he's gotten off to a rough start. A six ERA, making the Brew Crew lineup look like a juggernaut. Adrian Hauser takes the hill for Milwaukee. Another run line, because God, the fucking Reds suck. Could probably all run line this thing to death, but I'll just run line it for 10 bucks on the Brew Crew. There's either some late 
sharp well not late because it's still early in the day but recent sharp money that's hitting the reds or just a couple people trying to cash lottery tickets uh, because there is a discrepancy between the public and money split on this one uh hard to disagree though i mean this this line possibly should be worse than it actually is um lean on the brewers yeah i'm leaning the brewers with you as well just not quite not quite gonna touch this one <laughs> i something smells about this one just a little bit i can't really put my right? finger on it yeah yeah it's yeah, getting, yeah lines a little it's getting worse but the line yeah. is still kind of low why did it open at minus 150 uh, I, yeah yeah i can put my finger on it for you if you want it's it's hunter green like you feel like hunter green actually gives you a chance the kid's got some serious mustard he throws uh, triple digits uh, anytime he wants. I think they think Hunter. Uh, I'm judging the Reds on their fucking offense. They're putrid. They're horrible. Can't score. Uh, so even Hunter Green pitches well. They're still gonna get. They're still gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Are so. you gonna take him up on that offer? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. All right, I got one or two more. Let's see here. We're gonna scroll down a bit, and we are looking at the Marlins going to the Padres. Fuck it. I like the Marlins. I know they're in a slump right now, but Jesus Christ, they're playing the Padres, who are, you know, not that scary of a team. Honestly, give me the Marlins minus 105. Uh, Yeah, I think a little bit of a thing that you don't believe in here. Another trap situation here. The money is hammering San Diego. That line's getting better for them. Uh, I do have San Diego winning this game, but uh, yeah, something about this one gives me the heebie-jeebies. A lean on the fathers. Yeah, I think you're on the right side. I, when I was looking at this way earlier this morning, uh, the Padres were a little bit of a favorite, like minus 120, minus 130. And since then, I've seen it move quite a bit. So it looks like there's some money going on the fish. Nick uh, Martin's not great. So the fish can probably get to him and put up some runs. I'll lean Miami, but God, they're pretty bad on the road, to be honest. I think right. that's a problem. The money is not hitting the fish. The money's in the Padres, and then Vegas keeps dropping that line. Yeah, so it's that's what I'm saying. It's it's uh, he's on the right side because something weird's going on. Yeah, it looks like it. That's all I've got, really. That's everything else is just kind of leans or you know, kind of leaning the raise, but couldn't quite get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. I'm a little priced out when you get to that minus one thirty. But you know, Seattle's just let Seattle uh, just keep losing, keep keep floundering, and the Rays should scoop this one up. But I'm not quite betting it. It's my thought on that one, too. I hit on the Rays uh, a couple times recently, and, and I think they should get this win. It was, yeah, a tad bit priced out, and you you, you got to imagine that Seattle's going to win one of these or maybe even two. So um, being back home, I just, yeah. I, I, I like the Rays. I just couldn't quite bet it, yeah. All right. We got a couple. Was, oh, good. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to comment on that game. It was a coin flip to me because of the, the pitching matchup for one, but Seattle's really good at home. They're coming off that nine game road trip where they lost seven of the nine, but they're seven and two at home. So I, with the plus line at home and Robbie Ray, I kind of thought there might be some value on the minesweepers. There you go. There it is. Three G gens, four opinions. Uh, <laughs> we've got, we've got a couple comments here. Uh, Iceberg says, Arch, I told you about the Mets, but I like them today. Yeah. You didn't tell me that the Mets were just going to give up seven in one inning. <laughs> um, they, it must be one of those, uh, you know, the baseballs were a little bit different that inning than they were every <laughs> other single inning. Oh, man. That I kind of like the Phillies today. I kind of like the Phillies today. Yeah. It's getting, was... getting chalky for me, though. Yeah. Yeah. Philly. Uh, Iceberg likes Baltimore plus a run and a half. He just does. I, I think he does that shit on purpose. He just waits, waits for me to make my play, and then he chimes in. And the Blue Jays win. Yeah, yeah. 
Agree. Okay. All three of us agree. It's, which means they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what do we talk about today? Quarterback <laughs> ranks. Where they are, where they were, what CBS thinks they're going to be. It's an interesting list. Um, what else are we talking about? Not much. Baseball and hockey. That's it. Yeah, seasons don't fear, fear the KOD, so I'm going to take Toronto as my lock, Panther. Uh, download the DGENs app for Android iOS. Listen to anything with our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating, kind subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'll take us home as soon as Arch gives me his DGEN play. Well, Who are you going to fade this time? I only had two, so uh, Marlins. Florida Marlins. I'm jumping on those Houston Astros. So we got what, the Astros, the Blue Jays, and the Fish. We'll put those three together. That's your D-Gen parlay. I think we got a shot. I think we got a shot. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, it's the Discord. You guys, if you're not in the book club, you've got to get in there and shoot the shit with us. We're just, it's 24-7, almost nonstop. Get in there. Call us out by name. We will call you right back. And most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. <laughs>